All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuckaholics? What the fuck Olympagus is? Yay! What the fuck Olympagus is? There you go. There's one. There's one for the ages. Knocked it out of the park. I just tried to make a baseball noise. Hitting a bat. Didn't happen. I am Mark Marin. This is WTF. Thank you for joining me on my show. I'd like to mention right out of the gate that I have to pee. So that's going to be happening. As you listen to this, you'll know that I have to pee. And uh, I don't know why I put you through that. I don't know if it's going to add an extra tension. It's not a crisis situation. Maybe I'll just hold it in for the excitement of that type of relief. I guess that, you know, that, I don't know, your life has got to be pretty empty if you're holding your pee in because it'll be better when you finally do it. I'm sure there are people out there that do that, uh, that do that. Uh, but whatever, to each their own. Today on the show, Keegan, Michael Key, Jordan Peele, Key and Peele from the Comedy Central uh, show that bears their name. Very funny sketch show. Very funny guys. Great conversation. I And I didn't really know either of them, but I had a, a, a lovely chat with the fellas. What else? Okay, September 29th, Ferndale, Michigan, outside of Detroit. God, I'm stuttering. Detroit. Detroit, outside of Detroit, the Magic Bag Theater. I'll be there September 29th for two shows. That should be good. I don't want to forget to mention that La Fonda is back. That drama is over. She's fine. The wedging herself through a two-inch crack didn't seem to injure her. Uh, Before she came back, I did walk up and down the block for at least an hour going, Fonda! Fonda, La Fonda. So she's back, and I'm happy about that. I watched literally 47 seconds of Here Comes, uh, what is it, Baby Boo Boo? Is that it? Or what is it? Here Comes, what is it called? What am I, 90? Jesus. What do I got to Google that? Gee, I'm, I, I'm glad that I know how to Google. Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. 47 seconds of, of, of that I watched. And I felt embarrassed. I was embarrassed for me watching it, for them doing whatever the hell they were doing. It's become some sort of... Television is now some sort of horrendous shame minstrelsy. Just a a parade of people that embarrass you. And I'm not using minstrelsy in in the classic sense. I'm saying that this is a different type of vaudeville that is not based in... In race, it seems to be based in the desire to humiliate oneself, either in the name of celebrity or in the fairly thin facade of self-help to be on television. I, I don't know that I thought I could have foreseen a day where we're checking in for some entertainment on the box in my living room was like, hey, maybe I'll sit on my couch and feel horribly uncomfortable and slightly embarrassed about what I'm watching, but yet unable to stop. This is the parade of shame that is reality television. I guess it makes us feel better about ourselves, but I think it just makes me feel sad and embarrassed for everybody. The theater of shame, that's what it is. Jesus, what the hell happened to everything? What happened to to hiding that and transmuting that shame, mutating that shame 
into something that's enjoyable. For fuck's sake, if you're going to be a clown, put on the makeup. I saw uh, my uh, ex-wife briefly today. Not the second one, the first one. We're going way back. Going way back to the first wife who lives here as well, practicing therapist. I was just crossing the street in Echo Park, and I hear that, hey, Mark. And it's so bizarre when you see somebody that was so much a part of your life that you loved and were with, and then you, you know, well, the subtext of it, that you destroyed her life for a while. But nonetheless, I saw her in just the, you know, that, that first moment where I turned to look, and she's in her car, and I see her face. There's that moment where it just all comes rushing back. The familiarity of that chunk of my life. Her face just became a portal into another part of my life when I was younger and more fucked up. But nonetheless, I was with her and had hung my hopes on that idea of marriage and being with her. And it's very bizarre. You know, we chatted for a moment. But it's just, it's almost like time travel, man. It's almost like, like, like you're you're there for a second that you 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 literally become that person. I became that guy that I was with her for that second, and there's something confusing. There's a crossing of wires that occurs in the brain with the memory when you see somebody that jars all that stuff, and all of a sudden you become that that manifestation of you. You travel back in time, or 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 time just sort of congeals around once what was once between you. And there's that brief split second that after all is said and done, here I am living in, in love with another woman having a, and I've had another ex-wife since her. But there's a brief flash of a second where you're just sort of like, all right, should I just get in the car and we can go? Everything cool between us? Sorry about the last 15 years. Everything's cool, right? Where do we live? Just for a split second. It was very nice. It was polite. It was good to see her. It's weird, man, seeing people. It's weird now that, too, with this show, man, uh, you know, I've had so many guests. I've done 300-plus episodes. 300-plus, that's a number. So many people. Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn, why'd that come up? Oh, I ran into him. He's got some things. But also, like Brian Posehn, when I talked to him, it's been a while. He'd quit smoking weed. A daily weed smoker. Let's do that. Let's call Brian Posehn. Because I knew he wanted to talk about the shows he's got coming up. But I also wonder, how's he doing with that weed thing? Let's call Brian Posehn. Mark? Yes. How you doing, man? How'd you know it was me? Uh, you were supposed to be calling at this very moment. So. How is that a surprise then? How are we going to play this off like it's some sort of spontaneous thing, Brian, if you answer the phone by saying my name? <laughs> I was, I'm sitting in a green room in a comedy club in Dayton, and I want you to save me. Oh, okay. I, I was All right, I was waiting for you. Oh, okay, okay. I'll talk with, you down, man. I'll with faded breath. Okay. With faded breath. I'll talk you down. What time's the show? You going on what? Like soon, right? The opener's already on? Uh, not yet. Uh, no, it's 10 o'clock show, so uh, he'll be on in a little bit. But, you're, uh, so you already did one I'm, show? 
I made it through the first one. I made it through last night. Uh, you know, of course, Thursday is when my crowd shows up. So tonight is the regular people. Regular people. That's always scary, right? <laughs> yeah, always. Who's middling for you? Like the guy? Good guy? Uh, yeah, it's Jeff Tate. He's really funny. Oh, fucking Tate's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's oh. good. Yeah, the great thing about Tate is, like, after this show, you can watch him get drunk. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys can go eat, and he'll, uh, he's, uh, he's always up for an adventure, Tate. Yeah, I'll eat my potato skins while I watch him do shots. What, uh, so how's that going, man? No pot? Still. Wow, yeah. that's phenomenal, and you feel all right? Yeah, man, it's it's gotten better. Well, way better since the last time I talked to you. You know, it's uh, it's it might have been like one of the easiest things I've ever done for something that I stress so hard on. Yeah, you know what? What are you finding is uh, the most different uh, about being not on weed? I'm I'm funnier. Really? Oh yeah. D- I, I'm. I'm almost sure of it. Most people tell me, but I feel funnier. I feel, and I was worried about that. Yeah. You know, cause I, I wrote jokes for 25 years high. Yeah. And, uh, I think I'm more real and just more in the moment. Absolutely. On stage. Like I riff way more than I ever did in the last, uh, 20 something years. Uh, punchlines will come to me and, and I'll, and then like jokes that I'm kind of tired of, I'll have more fun with. So you're you know? uh, less self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, and and less uh, less polluted is the main thing, and less just you know, I mean, I don't have anything against pot, but I got to the point where I was just a fucking incoherent mess most of the time. Like, I think if I would have done your interview when I was high, like you wouldn't have been able to air it, you know, because that's just how I felt back then. Is like, yeah, I felt so so not funny and so not in the moment and just so, you know, kind of closed down and, and, uh, you know, just kind of phoning it in like underwater. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I I think the last time I talked to you, you're like fresh off the weed. You're all like, Hey, I've got, look at, I've got a new personality. (laughs) Look look what I've been hiding for 25 years. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm more used to it and I'm just, I'm really having fun with it actually on stage. And, you know, there's there's times where you still you're like, why am I here? You know, oh, that's alone for five days in a hotel room. Yeah, and that, those are the times where you, you kind of wish you had it to dull everything. You know, but yeah, yeah, no, that's when you you get out there and take that weird walk around the mall. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> I do that. <laughs> He's like, hey, are there any deals on movie theaters? You ask the club owner. Hey, right. <laughs> so now let's all right. Let's talk about this thing that we're uh, we're gonna. That the big thing. What's the big thing? It's a, a new tour. It's uh, kind of me doing my own comedians of comedy. Uh, I had so much fun doing that. Uh, like I recommend that to anybody uh, that's tired of doing an hour every night. You know, you go out and uh, you close the show and you do twenty five minutes and you do all the jokes you want to do and and. Uh, so it's a new tour. It's me, Kyle Kinane, and it's Pete Holmes and uh, Ars Barker, and then Fortune Feimster or Feimster is doing it. And she's the only one I'm not familiar with, but uh, I've, I've seen her and she's funny. But uh, we're not, you know, yeah. everybody else is a friend. The big thing is our first show is kind of intimidating. Like I told you the last time I talked, was that you know, it's called Nokia downtown, yeah, and. Uh, 
you know, who knows if we'll sell it out, but I, I just want to make it not embarrassing. Club Nokia <laughs> in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, it's it's called what's it called? Mutant comedy. Comedy mutant. Comedy and it's, mutant. Uh, September twenty first is our first date, and then you know we're gonna go to around the country and do uh, you know colleges and and then do small theaters and that kind of thing. Let me just understand something. Is there is this you're going to be driving? No, I don't think so. I think we'll fly in. I mean, we're just trying to make it, you know, you know how this, these things are, you know, it's like, I want to make it worth it. And then also, you know, then it, it, uh, you know, I can't go back to that market once I've done. Right. I know, know, the, my my the, concern was that, uh, you, you know, when I think about the comedians of comedy and then like, I immediately thought about being in a car for long stretches of time with Pete Holmes and it, and it, <laughs> and I, it got me uncomfortable for you. Yeah. yeah, between Pete and Arch, and, and uh, yeah, it might not be that fun. But like, uh, uh, no, I think I'm only going to see them at the shows. Like I would drive anywhere with Kyle. You know, for I would drive, I would drive across country twice with Kanane. Yeah, but no, I, that'd be fun. I, I would have a hard yeah, time if, driving. If from, it was me and Kyle, we'd be listening to Tesla. Yeah, and uh, I'd be driving because he'd be drunk. Right, and. Uh, but it would be a good time because he's funny when he's drunk. But the thought of driving even from my house to the Vaughns down the street with Pete Holmes is is I'm I'm <laughs> I'm exhausted thinking about it. Exhausted. And and I'm not saying you know, you know I like you know Pete. you're recording this right. Yeah. No. No. Pete's very funny. We have an understanding. Also, no. I get you. I mean, for you and I, you and I have a sort of similar energy. You yeah. might not think so on the sur- surface because you you seem like you're a little more awake than I am. Right. Uh, you know, like, yeah. cause you have, uh, your caffeine. Yeah. Um, but really we, we compared to Pete Holmes, our energy is totally different. Like it's, it's a little jarring when you get into a room with somebody who that has that much, uh, love for life, you know, and is that awake? Yeah. And, I- well, I mean, I, I think that's a, yeah. And that's a, that's a very positive spin on what Pete has. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> But you know, like, don't 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 get nervous. Pete loves when I talk about him, even if it's shitty. That's the kind of person he is. I mean, you got to respect a guy that even if you're saying negative things about him, and 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 though I do like him, that he's just thrilled to be brought up. All, in, in Pete's mind, all this means, whatever happened here, is that we talked about him for about three minutes, right. and that's just a wonderful thing, right? But, but if uh, we bring up Arge, if I throw Arge under the bus, Arge is going to be like, what the fuck? I, I heard what you said on what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I'm not going to throw Arge under the bus. Uh, you know, because I, I, I don't I don't always understand Arge. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I see him. I on, yeah. I see him on stage. and I'm like, wow, that was funny. And everybody laughed. He gets off stage. I'm like, hello. Hello. How are you? I don't know where you are. That's uh, right. nice guy, though. And very funny. <laughs> that is- that is a really good way of putting that too. Yes, <laughs> that, is, that is my relationship also. And Kyle, you know exactly what you're getting. You know, he sits down yeah. and he brings uh, the the history of his crankiness with him, and uh, he's fucking hilarious. They're all hilarious. It sounds like a great time, man. Yeah, but Kyle, Kyle is cranky, but he's smiling most of the time. He's like the happiest curmudgeon I've ever been around. You well, know, that's... it's not like. It's not like a Dave Anthony negativity where, you know, it's just a, a black cloud, uh, you know, um, surrounded by frowns. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a draining crankiness. It's a it's, no. a it's an embracing crankiness. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just I was just uh, twittering with uh, Dave Anthony and of course he saw a vulnerable moment and took a shot at me. And uh, <laughs> I told him if he was a comic book superhero, he'd be called the deflator. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, good luck with it, man, and have a good show tonight. So the so the big show is September twenty uh, first. First at yep. uh, at at Club Nokia uh, uh, Comedy Mutant with uh, Brian Posehn. Did I say it right? That yeah, time? there's a full Comedy Mutant website. Like if you follow me on Twitter, I've been tweeting about it. I'm, I'm the Brian Posehn, and if you go to my website, brianposehn.com, there should be a full link up to uh comedy mutant and it's our first date and i hope it does well so we can do more of them and and uh so maybe i won't be in dayton alone yeah what what are what cities do you have definitely lined up uh that's a good question first off just la and then we're uh, we're circling san francisco uh we're looking for a date in the in the winter and uh you know which is hard because then i don't get to play Cobbs. so um we've got to figure it out why don't but, you just uh, uh, why don't you take the tour to Cobbs? yeah no I, I don't know. It's it's sort of bigger than that size room, but uh, you know, with this many guys. But we'll we'll see. Okay, buddy. Well, good luck with it, and have a have a good time tonight. And uh, Dude, you know, I appreciate you letting me talk about it. It's really cool, of you. Absolutely. Go make a bachelorette cry. All right. <laughs> have a good one, dude. Bye. Thanks. Well, that was a nice chat. It sounds like he's doing very well, my friend Brian. Go see his shows there at the Nokia, the Comedy Mutants. Okay, all right. It's already been a full show. And uh, I'm going to share with you now a lovely conversation I had with Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. So let's do it. I, uh, I apologize about that moment I just had at the door where I said something like, I got to, my girlfriend, I can't. I don't want you don't want my girlfriend to kill me. So what happened there? Well, what happened was, uh, you know, so I, I made coffee <laughs> earlier. I woke up early. And uh, so I make a pot for both of us. And mm-hmm. then you know, I had two and I made you one. So I literally had to go make her <laughs> coffee yeah. for when she finally decides to get out of the room and have some because I didn't want to deal with like, you know, make me coffee. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just watched that sketch you guys did, uh, the bitch sketch. I said bitch. I said bitch. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, before I've been married twice and I, I never understood the terror of uh, of loving a woman. <laughs> you I, you I never just, had that fear. No, I just assume that, uh, you know, I'll just uh, keep pushing until they cry and go away. Wait, right. <laughs> <laughs> there was never the fundamental respect yeah. necessary uh, to actually... In uh, the first place, right? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. no, I think That's... it was there, but, you know, there, there's like, uh, either you're going to... I don't know. I just there's a diplomacy to it. You're both married. Or you're not married. No, 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 no not just me, just me. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a diplomacy to it. There is. Yeah. Th- th- no, there is. And 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 there's a there's a there bu- there's a bunch of unwritten rules. My thing is like if you can if you can last long enough. Yeah. You figure out the rules. Right. That's what it is. And mm-hmm. then the other thing is <clears throat> when I'm getting pissy at her yeah. about something. Yeah. My rule. I try and I try to follow this rule, but sometimes y- your fucking ego just gets in the way. I try to follow this rule is s- treat that person like a stranger because there are. Days when you, 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 you're like where you say, "What are you doing here? Who are you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like just sometimes my behavior is abject. I, yeah. I can be, I can be 
fucking mean and yeah. cool. And then you're like, you would never treat a stranger this way. Right. You oh, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you would mm-hmm. never treat a stranger this way. That's a good point. So like be like, yeah, be polite be as polite to your girlfriend or me to my wife as I would <laughs> as I would to a stranger who I don't care about at all. Yeah, right. Well my problem is eventually we'd get to like, you know, look, we don't really it's awkward. Can you leave my house? Right, because I don't know right, you. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> really, because you just I, kind of help yourself out. If I get sat into down. A, if I get into a fight with a girl, I'm I've already lost. Yeah, like it's. Where do you go immediately? Well, I I'm immediate just a t- inside turmoil, just frustration oh, because yeah. you're talking to somebody with a different set of rules. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're talking to somebody who it's you can't win, and if you win for a second, you know they'll they'll fool you into thinking that it's over. Yeah. And then they, it, yeah, it's like it's it's like trying to put uh, water in a, a whole a bucket with holes. I, mean, yeah, I always yeah. thought that was generalizing, but like, because I always like, I don't know, like I've been with a lot of women, and I've had long term relationships with women, but I never wanted to believe the sort of men are different, women, men. Are I know, women. I know. But the, the, the fucking thing is, a lot of it is kind of true. The one that really gets me, that just drives me crazy, is yeah. that is, and it's true. They want. They want to tell you their problems, not so you can solve it or or pitch no. a possible way to get around. No. Just to fucking get it. Like, they just want you to listen. They just want you to listen. And you're, and you're, and you're going, How fucked up is that listening? That's all you want. <laughs> <laughs> what it's kind like, of expectations? Like, what do we expect from this transaction? You just want me to sit here on my ass and listen? I find it insulting yeah. to my you know my reasoning skills. Yeah. Exactly. My, my problem solving. Right, well, they've right. already got it figured out. They just need to vent. They did, yeah, right. exactly. Right. They, they need to audition it. Yeah. Is it yeah. Now, like, like, I'm, like I get to sort of like self-conscious about it, but I, I, I just learned that uh, you, you just got to shut the fuck up. I know, I know. I, I mean, that's... like, because you want to fight all the time. I do. I mean, I just want to like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, my, I can't tell you how often my wife says to me, she goes, God damn it, can we, just, can we be done? Can we just be done now? And, and um, no, I'm trying to win the marriage. Yeah. I'm trying to win the marriage. <laughs> can we be done? Can, yeah, just, can we just be finished? And I, but, but I will, I, I saw a play last night. In the, Where, the, what play? The, uh, Red with Alfred Molina. And, uh, really? Yeah, and, uh, he, he plays Mark Rothko. The, oh uh, the my artist. god! The suicidal, the suicidal, the, yeah, abstract expression. Yeah, the guy who, who I love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who? <laughs> and the whole play was about him. Uh, the the you know the kind of the overall theme was about uh, the fact that the the Seagram's building was being built in New York in the late fifties, right? And they commissioned him to put right. all these paintings up in the Four Seasons restaurant, right? And eventually he said, "Well, fuck them! I can't, I can't do it. I can't do the commercial." He convinced himself it was going to be okay, and then his assistant said, "It's, it's bullshit." You, how, how was Molina? He was fantastic, and I was just saying it to Jordan that. There's a, a characterization, a persona that I think he has when he plays Americans. But when you meet him as an Englishman, you go, oh, this guy's brilliant. He's very effervescent. And 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 you can't believe how he plays these kind of curmudgeons. And then you meet him and he's just like a thoroughly English Englishman. Oh, cheerio, cheerio. Yeah, cheerio. So, right. so you Good met him man. after? Uh, yeah, just because uh, yeah. my friend was playing the opposite, the other the other role. And um, but but the best line in the whole play was, this goes back to what you just said, Mark. He, he said, silence is accurate. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> like <laughs> the silence is accurate, and I was like, God, I'm never gonna forget that That's line. <laughs> well, not for this particular show. Not for this but show. I, uh, <laughs> I think in, in general, it's just pretty to a accurate. John Cage, yeah. Mark Maron yeah. episode. Let's just yeah. not so, talk for an hour. Yeah, maybe sweat. Maybe a little of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some tummy rumbles, right? 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we just had It's a, early. We have water. We we had had a, so Keegan water. just shook no, a water care. bottle I, I just, and, I just, and the top went off. We should, I can't believe I didn't so electrocute anybody. <laughs> you got, no, you got, got your fucking Denzel Washington tear. On my There's face. Just a solitary tear. A solitary tear of water. I, just, I, I wish I could do that. I, I feel like we're we're uh, you know Jordan's still fueling up. Right. I think I think that's your. It's, yeah. it is, it's ten in the morning, which is a, it's pretty early for an interview. But like uh, uh, like Keegan's like. Uh, but, that, but that's, but sort that's of your the dynamic. dynamic. That's the that's dynamic. Around six o'clock p.m., it'll switch places for <laughs> a second. Completely. I'll smoke <laughs> weed. He'll lose his you my, know, my, his carbs. My, my vim and my my carbs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, you know the way, the way we look at our relationships like Garfield and Odie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> every day is Monday for me and uh, he doesn't and I run and I run English. laps. <laughs> you guys need to speak actual English. Are you an exercise guy though? Yeah, yeah. And you're and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a Madden guy. Uh, he yeah. loves to he loves to manipulate <laughs> pixels and have them my, exercise. My thumbs are world class. <laughs> but he likes sports. I mean, I do. Yeah, he I does do. like I'm getting, sports. I'm getting into uh, football big time. These uh, is that a new thing? Pretty new for me. Yeah, uh, yeah all sports or just? Uh, no, I'm mixed martial arts. Huge fan of mixed martial yeah. arts. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm just not. Uh, I don't know what it is about me, but I find it all tedious. I yeah, can't. I don't tedious, get. Well, huh? I just don't get behind it. I, it's not that I, I understand the skill of it. Yeah, I like yeah. watching it for mm-hmm. a minute, but you know, generally it's like you know, who, who's the good guy? You know, and which which, <laughs> which color is ours? Right, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, which I don't, yeah, yeah. Not, I don't. You got to lock in yeah. in order to really enjoy sports. You have to lock. You've got to be like you that's my to, guy. Those you have are my to know guys. The dudes, you have to know the stupid things about right. their life. You have to know. You know. How long ago did he beat his wife? You know, you have to right, know these right. kinds yeah. of things. <laughs> did, how, did, did, did the jail time you know put a fucking right. fuck his head up? Am, exactly. I, am yeah. I allowed to like this guy? Will he be able to receive the ball the way he received yeah. whatever whatever he received mm-hmm. in prison? You well, know? well, you yeah. do guy, you do guy, uh, you guys do have a. Uh, let me tell people who who's here. Not that it matters necessarily that I do it because I'll do it at the beginning of the show at some point. But uh, Key and Peel are here. Do you use all three names, Keegan Michael? Keegan Michael Key, um, you might be the first person who've said that correctly in like six months. Wow, how oh it? man, everybody! It, it, it's funny you look at somebody, look them right in the eye, and say it's it's Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, Michael Keegan. You, you literally Keegan. watch them write down the name Michael Keegan. Different guy, different guy. They're, yeah. gonna, they're not, they're not going to let me in. Is there another guy? Is there a Michael? There's Keegan a Michael. Ke- there's there's a shitload of Michael Keegans. <laughs> is that why you made it <laughs> Keegan Michael Key? Yeah, my my na- my stage name. Yeah, it's my real name. Okay. My, my parents gave me this name. My, Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael. Hyphenated. Yeah. I have a first hyphenated name. first name. What the fuck is that about? My my dad. My my dad. He was an odd bird <clears throat> about names. My mom said. My mom, my, my mom still says this to this day. She goes, "We had all these names for you because we they had time. They adopt. I'm adopted, so they adopted me, and they had time to f- figure out what the name was going to be." And my mom had this list of names, and she said, "What about this?" And my dad had an excuse for every name. He goes, "I got in a fight with a guy in high school named Ryan. <laughs> a guy in high school. Get over it, Michael." And he, and he said, "Nope, not Tom. Yeah, no, not Ryan. No, Tom's just... like Uncle Tom, not Jim. Jim Crow." Fucking a! They and then were, she, they're really worried about that. Yeah, I mean, it's 1971. What's the problem? So my mom said, "My mom said, what about Michael? What about we just call him Michael?" And he goes, "No, because everyone's gonna call him Junior." What they're gonna call him? Whatever we tell him to call right. him. How they're does not, Michael lead to Junior? Isn't Junior? Because, because his, his, I would, his name was Michael. Oh, so, so I would have oh, been Junior. Okay, right. Then my dad goes, "Let's look in a baby book." They're looking in the baby book. They find Keegan. It's mm-hmm. a Gaelic. It's a Gaelic surname. I could see that. Yeah, and they go, sure. Keegan, little fiery one. It means little fiery one. That's great. Great, great name. <laughs> so my dad has the brilliant idea. Let's hyphenate the name. 
you can have the Michael, I get the... So they negotiated. Sure. And it was for shit. Because now I don't have a piece of mail in my entire life. That is my name spelled correctly on it. Right. It's just, you know... <laughs> Michael it's, Keegan. Yeah, it's Keegan. Michael Keegan. Key, some people say, Key Michael. Ain't nobody in the world's name is Key Michael. Ain't nobody. Come on, man. Don't, <laughs> don't stretch. Just, don't stretch. Just read just the, read the words. words. Just on, read the words. The paper. So they hyphenated the first name. <laughs> and then, and then Key is our last name. And my dad's... That's a good yeah. say. Stand out. But you guys, yeah. what about you, Jordan? That's all right. I right? love Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, it's easy, right? You it's you easy, should be you should be you should be an Englishman. Oh, Your that? name's more English than Alpha Jordan Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Uh, th- no joke. Uh, my mother uh, at one point was gonna name me Noah. My name would have been Noah Peele. Yeah, sounds like a joke. Yeah, but <laughs> that's it's a not true a story. It's a true story. She did not Noah, think of that Noah one. Noah Peele. But, oh no! no oh, I, was, yeah. I'm not. I'm no good at puns. But, but, I'm, yeah, I, I'm just, still drinking coffee. Lowest yeah, form. Lowest form of either. humor. She wasn't either. But it was true. <laughs> it's a true story. She wanted to name me. Uh, I remember she said she, I was into biblical names. I was into water related yeah. biblical names. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. she named you after a river and not a biblical character. Yeah, not There's like 900, right. a river, a thousand names exactly. of people. Yeah, that's right. You get the River Jordan. And that's good. It worked out because right when I hit right, like right when I got to you know middle school was when Michael Jordan became the coolest motherfucker. Worked out perfectly, yeah. Yeah, Boom, I'm the popular kid just uh, because of my name. Were you popular? Were you popular? I, I did okay. Just I, I was one of these kids that you know I got along with everybody. Where'd whatever, you grow whatever up? faction. Uh, New York, Upper West Side. Oh, really? Yeah. Went to IS44, uh, PS87, right up there on a 78th. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I know the area. I mean, I don't know the PS system or what the that PS would system. have been. Well, I mean, I think I, I did shows at PS122. And oh, I, yeah? But yeah. yeah but, oh, right. But, but the Upper West Side, it's over by Stand Up New York by Broadway, 78th. That's Street. right. 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 It's like almost. You did st- shows at IS122? PS122. PS122. Yeah. One or two. <laughs> That's, uh, where is that now? That's like right down on uh, like second. Is it Second Avenue? And uh, it was the. It is was that a, the one that's like an art. Yeah. Installation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't a school. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, yes, I'm baffled. Years ago, I used to do presentations for youngsters. <laughs> for young- <laughs> I was a motivational speaker <laughs> for, for for inner city children. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh man, no. in Manhattan. Yeah. No. But so no. You, where'd you grow up? Detroit, Michigan. Like in the city. In the city, yeah, yeah. I grew up in the city. And, do you uh, go back there every 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 year? What t- twice? Three times a year, yeah. But I mean, when you were a kid, like how much? Because everyone hears. I mean, Detroit comes up more times than I can uh, than I can count on this show. And in my experience, like I always condescend to it, like oh fucking Detroit, like it's become this punchline. But it's really sad it what's is. happened. It is, yeah. Uh, and it's starting to turn. I'm doing a show in Ferndale in a, in yeah. a couple of weeks. I grew up about a mile from Ferndale. Is that? Yeah. But and that's within Detroit. I have no sense of it. No, for, oh, Ferndale is the the northernmost. Suburb. I live as far north. And as central as you can in Detroit, I live uh, a block south of Eight Mile Road, yeah. like the movie Eight Mile. I live yeah. right at Eight Mile, and um, I went to school in the city. Uh, you know, uh, the city goes down by miles, so I went to school at Six Mile. Yeah, and I went to college across the street from where I went to grade school. But I went to high school in the suburbs, right. in a northern suburb, which it, it's a pretty polarized area, and it certainly was in the '80s. There's a, a shitload of white flight after the riots, right, and then a bunch of white flight in the '80s because we we had a, a like a super gangster mayor for a long time, and he didn't. I don't want the help of him. White people. I don't want white fucking people in here. Mm-hmm. We don't need to help them. Like, so we, he, we, we he actually, it wasn't white flight. He pushed them out. He got to push them. Out. It was white shove, <laughs> you know. And uh, so, no, but but it's 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 a funny thing. You talk to especially you talk to anybody in Silver Lake. Yeah. Who has been to Detroit? Yeah, they love it. Yeah, you talk to somebody from the West Side who's been to Detroit, and they talk about what a shithole it is. Right, and it's like it's a it's, it's a vibe. It's a, definitely a vibe because yeah. the people mm. in Silver Lake, it's like it's turning around. Right. I've got a friend who opened up a donut shop, right, gourmet donuts, <laughs> right like, where people were dead. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> it's 
Right. <laughs> all of the bond that you got, you have with all every oh, Detroit man, you meet Detroiters. Meet. It's yeah, like yeah, you guys yeah. All through, been through war or something together. It is like I met I met a Detroiter just recently. She was a, a customer on the film I just did, and then all of a sudden we're hanging out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's oh yeah, it's, a, it's, well, a, it's like you've been through a war. A war. Together. It is, it is, yeah. it, it is, and and because we're hopeless romantics, that's the problem. It's because of our parents and grandparents. They lived in one of the greatest cities in the, in the history of the United States. Right. That's not where I grew up. I grew up in a different city. You know, mm-hmm. you know. But like when you go back now, I mean, it is because I was there. I went once, uh, but it, I can't remember. It was it maybe it was Pontiac? I don't. I don't remember yeah. how. It was close to Detroit, close enough for me to take a ride. Someone drove me around. Around, uh huh, yeah. And uh, it was just, it was horrifying. Yeah, no, I know. And, and now, like a whole city could just die. They actually thought about, like, I think didn't they actually consider on a government level to pull in? The, the the boundaries of the city yeah just sort of detach from like large swaths of the- yeah what what the, what they wanted what what the ideal is what we what we'd love to happen in the, the city I don't know if it's going to happen the problem is the infrastructure is for a city of two million people there's eight hundred and ninety thousand people there and <clears throat> there are acres and acres of neighborhoods that are abandoned and what they want to do is rip all the houses down and start an urban farming collective in the city so that the city would be pockets of neighborhoods with literally swaths of urban farmland. I yeah. don't know if that can happen. I don't did, know if it can you, happen. Did you hear this from someone in Silver Lake? <clears throat> <laughs> they have the greatest idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely sustainable, local. Local, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been... But, you know, my best, my two best friends growing up, I've known them for 35 years. They're both firefighters in Detroit. They work a lot. Yeah? And, oh, yeah. and and then, that's where there's still kids setting fires? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Well, just people just like, it's a hobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You just yeah, set yeah. fire to a band. Yeah, what do you want to do today? Let's yeah. go set a fire to an abandoned house why not yeah gangs with magnifying glasses (laughs) on a leaf yeah just hanging out hello officer right yeah (laughs) studying a bug (laughs) (laughs) but but like when you uh did you ever think about buying property? My, my yeah, oh, yeah. Every time I hear about that, you know, you can get a house for $5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, why not buy 10 of them and just sit on it? I don't know. Because hey, you never know. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Why no, not? Isn't anyone doing that? I don't know why be, I'm be, talking to you like you're the mayor of Detroit. Right. But you seem to be very yeah. connected to it. Like, you know, we're going to bring it back. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, my um, people, people are, bu- there are people who are buying property there. And, and there's lots of, there's young people in the suburbs, uh, kind of the near western suburbs, that are moving back into the city. Like my mom lives in a really nice neighborhood. We live. In, I grew up in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Lots of neighbors, all different types of people, all different ethnic groups, gay people, everything. We grew up in this great Only neighborhood. Only a couple of gunshots <laughs> yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a nice little little enclave. Yeah, and so, yeah. And yeah. then, and and so it was. I had we had a pretty good childhood. I would have never survived at a high school in Detroit. I just wouldn't. Have. My parents were like, "We got to have the money. They they got to go to private school." Oh really? He, so oh like, no, they would have fucking devoured me. So that, was, <laughs> that, was, devoured. that was that black flight then? Yeah, yeah, it was. Black, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents and my dad, not the blackest black man. My dad grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. What? Yeah, my uh-huh. grand my grandparents. I can, the only I, one. I, I can now tell the story freely because it's my favorite one of my favorite stories. Yeah, uh, my grandmother just passed away, and she was like, "Don't tell anybody." You know, I'm like, "Grandma, <laughs> it's the sexiest story ever." You got, but my grand my dad grew up. He was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, this is my adopted guy who raised me. Yeah. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, and some shit went down, and I, I don't know, and we've never, the family's never talked about my Vague aunt. shit. Yeah, my aunts, my aunts don't know what it was, my uncle doesn't know what it was, and my grandma is gone, gone now. Yeah. So we moved, they moved to Salt Lake because her father, now dig this, a black man who lived in Salt Lake, my black man who lived in a dry state. Yeah. A Mormon state yeah. ran a speakeasy. A black man who ran a speakeasy, yeah. an after dinner club right. in Salt Lake City. And so my grandma said, to my grandfather, you can get a job there. 
So they worked, and she would just tell me about how they used to wear these fucking cool aprons uh-huh. under their other apron. They go, "What would you like for supper, sir?" And the people would order food and then say a, a, like another entree, yeah. which was code for a drink. Right. Uh-huh. So they'd go smuggle a thing, and she goes, "I'd come and sit down at the table and just get, and you'd hand people shots underneath uh-huh. the table." It was it's great. Old school. And it was straight old school speaking. This is your dad's dad. My dad's my da- my dad's dad. You yeah. had to leave Memphis for vague reasons. for whatever reason. And, my, and, and, uh-huh. he, and it was cool. He they they lived. My dad they left. Memphis, like he was about ten. My dad was ten, and my grandfather played in the Negro leagues, like a Negro minor league team. Wow! And then he couldn't play anymore, and he moved to Salt Lake City. And because of what happened, whatever it was, and I don't know. <laughs> and my, and I'm telling you, if if like my my aunts, they would tell me. Yeah, like they would tell me. You got to get that piece of the story. I got, I got to. Mm-hmm. I got all right to. now, all right, Jordan. I just got half of the Black History of America. Mm-hmm. What do you got? <laughs> I got, I got. I got some white history. Okay. No, I, I, I don't know. No, Keegan's kind of like my blocker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just, just, runs it. just give him just the ball. Run, you know, you, just give Jordan the ball. You see I will two bikers on a race, and one of them is just taking all the wind. <laughs> He's hitting the drag. He's using the drag. You're just back there with your hands up. <laughs> start real. Start pedaling real late. <laughs> then then uh, you blame him when yeah, you lose. That's right, right, right. right. But it was my draft. What were you doing? Growing up in, in New York, though, that's, yeah. a, that's a whole other thing because uh, that's different than growing up in any other city anywhere because yeah. it's its own thing. Oh, there's yeah. nothing like New York City. There's no nothing. real. That's right. Yeah. No, there's no real separation. There's no. Well, I mean, neighborhood wise, but once you're in it and your interests reveal themselves to you, you got it all right there. You have every. Yeah, you can just. Uh, as a kid, I would walk around, and I, you know, I think the only thing that really uh, connects New Yorkers, the only thing we have in common, is that we all hate our neighbors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you all have to be on a train with them every day, every every day. day. <laughs> for at least fifteen minutes. There's a guy right next to your face. Right. <laughs> And you just got to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's eventually. That's what I used to love about New York, and but eventually, what drove me away. Yeah, right, right. At some point, it's so tight. You're, it's like you're, you're in the subway, and you're, you're in the subway, and you're like, I don't want, I don't need this anymore. Uh, I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm really done with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm a New, I'm a New Yorker through and through. Yeah. I love it. I, I don't drive. I still don't drive. I've been here ten years. I was Mark. wondering about that. You come in a cab. I came I went, in a there was cab. only one other guy <laughs> who I actually had to get a car for. One other guy in the history of this show. Yeah. <laughs> Three hundred and twenty-five episodes. Richard Lewis. Richard, Richard was not, Lewis was not going to drive. New Richard York Lewis, till, yeah, me and me and Richard Lewis. I think he can drive, but I don't think he can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that was the problem there. He was yeah, like, I, was I, gotta, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, that, that that does freak me out about driving. Is how people transform. It's like just uh, I just watch people get. Just so angry, yeah. Just well, so angry. It's like a, that's how we get it out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. My my chick is very good at that because she drives like long distances for her work, and like when I'm in the car with her, and I'm just like, God damn! She's like, There's nothing. There's nothing you can do about yeah, it. Right. It's like it's almost some sort of weird lesson in spirituality. It really has no control over this situation. You have to surrender. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, so I just do it like a, yeah I do New York existence here. I carved out a little Manhattan sized chunk. Of Hollywood that where, I, where? I walk around, where? Hollywood, like over by the UCB. Yeah, what else yeah, is there? Like for, for there's there's nothing. It's, you know, it's like that, that swath, that swath of Franklin between like, <laughs> Tamarind, between Tamarind and Gower, I mean, Tamarind it. and Bronson. That's yeah. Where do you, you know, where do you really need to walk to this, the supermarket? And you know, yeah. home. That's, yeah, a, no, that's and, all and I need. You, you've got it down to a science. I, I mean, it it's like I have to applaud it. Is that where you live though? By there? Yeah, right. I'm right under Runyon Canyon. Okay. So like uh, I'm on, right on Hollywood there. There's a Ralph's on Sunset, like two blocks away from me. And then every now and then I got to drop like 
you know, a, an obscene cab bill. But then, you know, but wait, I, I mean, I, I mean, I get that. Like, uh, it seems like most New Yorkers end up somewhere around like we ended up right by the UCB. Cause yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There seems to be people sitting outside. It's New York. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I hate, but I've had that happen wherever you go. When I tour and people are like, you know, when I lived in New York, oh, you're from New York. We got to take you to that area. Yeah. And it's just like one block. There's a bookstore, <laughs> right, right, a coffee right. shop, and right. a guy talking to himself. Yeah. Right. Like, right, what? Right, right. You're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I feel right at home. Yeah, you feel yeah. right. Right here in the middle yeah, of Wichita. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm done right. with it though. Yeah. Well, in Hollywood, the the neighborhood like that is it's it's sadder than New York. Well, it's it, not designed to be walked because, not. like you know, this whole this That's city, true. this city in and of itself, if if you're walking, you're somehow at a disadvantage, right? Right. Like you know, right, you're yeah. the walking guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. people in our and when we're in the car and we're looking at you walking, the only thing you're thinking is like, oh, I wonder what happened. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And there's also something that poor the guy. guy's just walking with a Ralph's bag. There's, <laughs> and there's also something sadder about there's something sadder about the homeless people here oh, than yeah. at New York. Like yeah. in New York, they're like professional homeless people. That's where homeless people go to make some real coin, right? You know. So, but here, it's like it's like this. This is where people have come to be something more than homeless, and, t- and, and turned then into ended homeless. Up homeless. Why, yeah. why, I, I can see that. I, I think that uh, you've you've generated a heartbreaking story. <laughs> that you're like you're just assuming that any homeless guy's like he was probably just like me, he's going out on auditions. Right. Right. And well, one day he was taking the bus to an audition, and they're all. The, I mean, you walk down like Hollywood Boulevard, for instance, which is the creepiest place to me in the consistently. Yeah. Consistently, like, it's, it's like that. It's like that one part of New York right by. Of authority that no matter yes. what they do to it, there's a there's something corrupt in yes. in, in its bones. In, in its bones, yeah. In the pizza places, yeah. like Sorry. like the Laugh Factory tried to build a comedy club in the old Rama like like right there on yeah. 8th, uh, on Forty uh, Second and it like Eighth. You just couldn't you get could, the peep no, out of the Rama. Out of there, you yeah. can't get it out of there. But Hollywood Boulevard feels like like that. They can build as much as they mm. want, yeah. But there's a vortex of sadness, right? There. They can put up a hard rock. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change the fact that there's like yeah transient. Yeah, there's a dude doing heroin in a SpongeBob costume outside. <laughs> you know? A dirty SpongeBob, a dirty ass. That's creepy. You see, you know that, that's one of the things I don't know a lot of people know. But those, you know, those people that dress up on, on right, Hollywood. There's a documentary oh, yeah. on them. I documentary think. Super, uh, Finding uh, Superman. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something, yeah. Confessions of a superhero. Confessions of a superhero. Mm-hmm. And uh, that you know, yeah. So you just walk and you see tourists with their little kids and hugging. Yeah. Incredible Hulk, yeah, and you're yeah. like, no, don't that dude. Has has HIV. Yeah, um, your, your, your kid just got hepatitis right there. Your, from, your, the from the Hulk. It's right. Hulk-sized hepatitis. Yeah, Not yeah. that you could get HIV yeah. from hugging the Hulk, but no. you know what I mean. It, it Depends how close that hug is. <laughs> what do you and, mean how, by, and how angry he is. Yeah, what do you mean by hug? <laughs> but no, I think, but I also think one of the reasons that, uh, that the homeless are different here is that they... I, like unlike New York, there's there's in New York you're like when it gets cold you're like where the fuck are these where do they go yeah you yeah know, like it's yeah. like cats where do the cats go when yeah, it's right. like snowing people like homeless people a lot of times they go to where they can sleep anywhere mm-hmm. all year yeah, round yeah, yeah. right right it's a I climate mean, thing it is so it's not all broken dreams dude no okay <laughs> yeah. talk me down because <laughs> no I like that you built a story around these guys to yeah sort of keep your ambition in check well it's yeah. all it's also very like it seems very methy. Yeah, Methy. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot here, of meth around. Yeah, doesn't not a lot of meth in New York. It doesn't no. seem like this. No. Like a, so no, it's, it's definitely a, a suburb. There's, there's thing. not a lot of meth in New York, is there? I don't, I don't know. know. It's not. I don't feel like it's meth. Well, yeah, I mean, should I just, make a call? I, we should, yeah, <laughs> <let's> <laughs> I got a guy. I'll ask. Him. Let's do it. You, you've never done meth. <laughs> 
I have done meth. You have, have yeah. You? Oh shit! At, uh, but not not in in, in the Breaking Bad de- it, it, ages. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done anything in thirteen years. But there okay, was a yeah. there was a couple of, a couple of times where I did. We, it was called Crank then. Crank, that's crank. right. That was, was meth. Yeah, it was oh, Crank. I decided to change the name, and it was always kind of yellow and weird, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, and it was made by. You know, it was more of a mom and pop business back then. You right. know, right. Now, <laughs> now these seems, corporations. Yeah, now. You have, you have these large cartels. Yeah, quality control, organized labs. No, it was just you never knew where it came from. But it's that's the scariest one to me because it's it, the whole all the imagery surrounding meth is just ugh. it destroys you quicker than most drugs I mean yeah. because there's nothing organic in it not that not, that's the difference right. it's, just, right. it's just it's like snorting Ajax it's garbage, oh, yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. but like the high you know for about an hour is great but what you do with the other 72 becomes a real challenge <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> I mean, I like, for an hour though, you you understand everything. I mean, at this point, I can't even take a hangover. It's like I know, oh, I know. Let get alone old. meth. Yeah, no, oh. no it was a pretty nasty drug. I love that you said seventy-two. So that means the last hour of the fourth day, of yeah, the yeah. first day, and then it's three straight days of shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> three straight yeah, days yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah. A lot of projects, a lot right. of drawing, go, maybe okay. some cleaning. <laughs> Good time to call relatives. I feel great. No, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call my mom when I was on Coke all the time. Did yeah. you really? Oh, yeah. I do two lines of Coke. I call my mom. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I am excellent. Yeah. Everything is going great. Yeah. And I just love these, these, the random, the five in the morning calls. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't get, yeah, call her three in the morning. <laughs> mom, I'm up. And I want to talk about something that happened when I was four. <laughs> just dealing, are you ready just for dealing this? with yeah, some yeah. stuff? We're doing this now. We could never do that with my mom because no. she would just know. My mom was just a substance mm-hmm. abuse counselor. Oh. <laughs> it's just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was out of the question. Is she really? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For Still? years. No, no. She retired a few years ago, and she's she's loving it. She loves being retired because now she just goes to jazz concerts and hangs out and goes to fuck chamber music concerts in people's homes. And mm-hmm. she, oh yeah, she loves it. Yeah, but, no, but for years and years, it was. Just, and the best thing were the clients. You know, just cli- the 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 amount of genius it takes to justify your behavior if you could put that energy. You, you oh, could yeah, be the I, president of the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, the, it's the, <laughs> yeah, it's no one's fault, but the, never their fault. Never their not. fault. Situational. Yeah, Completely it's situational. All, it's, the guy came over. He had a problem. Yeah, yeah. We uh, had to save a dog. You know, and there was no way. <laughs> what? Why? That's why you're in jail? That's how it started. That's how it started, man. That's how I got. There was I'm a trying dog to help in this trouble. guy. Yeah. 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 Him and his schnauzer. I'm yeah. trying to help this yeah. guy out. Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. So, um, so what did your old man do? Uh, he was a social worker too. He worked for the mental health department for the state of Michigan. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you grew up with a lot of like, how are we doing? Yes, everything. Every. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how many times the, in in an actual argument in our home, the word was. Well, actually, I think that you're projecting and sublimating right now. I think oh, that that. Actually, and I have said this to my mother in my life more more than yeah, fifteen yeah. times. Like, uh, actually, at this moment, I have to be, be honest. I'm enraged. I'm enraged with you right now. I'm yeah. enraged, but but never throwing or screaming. Right. Just right. just I'm enraged. I'm gonna go. I'm I'll be back. And I gotta take. A well, I gotta clear my head, and then we can have some dialogue. I can interface. This is the conversations. And you, you turned out great. I know a lot of. I know a lot of people who have like shrinks, kids, shrink, shrinks, kids. Well, I think social workers are a little different. Fuck. Yeah, it's a little so, more right, like right, it's, it's right. more practical. It is. You know? It is. Yes, because yeah, they're is focused on the result of getting fucked yeah. up. More cognitive because they're because yeah. they're in the trenches. They're right. Getting, not to say that psychiatry. There's no Fuck time. Up. There's no time for intellectualize. Yeah, you got to get yeah, it yeah, done. You, you got to like, get your system in place. <laughs> pretty and, much. And try to keep these fuckers out of your house. Exactly. That's. <laughs> and make sure don't slip up and give them your phone number. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. I do. I do kid Keegan though because I, it's, it, I, I kid him, but I, I'm not not even kidding. I, the, he must have some kind of repressed anger. 
Sure. Sure. He's the happiest guy, nicest guy. So You're waiting for him to snap? I think that's what he's saying. Well, no, well, we, we, play, we play ping pong every day. I yeah. snap every day. And he's one of these guys, he misses a point, and yeah. you know, he just goes from the, the happiest, <laughs> sweetest guy to cock in my mouth. <laughs> just, that's my go-to. Yeah. Cock in my mouth. My, my go-to is cunt. <laughs> just just like straight out of context. Out of context. Yeah. Just yeah. cunt. Yeah. You just want to say the worst thing possible well, at that moment. At this moment. Yeah. Right. But jo- okay, Jordan's yeah. mom. Yeah. Is one of the most delightful people I've ever met. She I, is. I fucking love your mom. What does she do? Terrific. My mother is. She's an administrative assistant for a company in New York. Been you know, forever. Forever. Oh yeah. Uh, sing, uh, you know. What's sing, her name? Single mom. Cindy Williams. Lucinda Williams. So, so Cindy both, Williams. both names of uh, other famous women. Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. Cindy at the office. Like you so know, she's, been there forever. I, she's probably Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably yeah. Cindy. Or maybe Lucinda. I, I'm guessing Cindy. Uh huh. Um, and she, you know, yeah, she raised <laughs> me alone and. You know, uh, you know, I I never had any idea that we were almost broke. You know, <laughs> it's the yeah. best thing moms do. It's, it's the most miraculous thing moms <laughs> you know, do. Is make sure make it make seem like everything's okay. Everything's yeah. fine. Like yeah. you're she, not uh, poor. Yeah. She yeah she, I think she made garbage pail kids seem like they cost fifty dollars a pack. So I was like, thank you, mom. <laughs> Thank you. This is the best thing. As long as you don't bring it to school and there's some yeah. kid with like uh, shoes. So like, yeah. Oh, so it's man. like an Upper West what Side. What's yeah. he got? Yeah. I want those things. Those go on I your want those feet. Foot, right. I want those foot mittens. <laughs> can I get mom? Can I get foot mittens? No, you've yeah. got garbage pail kids. So it was like it was an Upper West Side version of uh, Life is Beautiful for uh-huh. me. It oh, was, hilarious. No, she, uh, no but uh, all I, no, I had a great, great upbringing. She just did a great job. Still same apartment, Upper West Side, rent control. Nice. Little yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, she, she's the one you grew up there, in. but yeah, it's, was it's, it like it's a also, two bedroom? It's a, no, it's not. It's not a two bedroom. It's a it's a one bedroom. It's yeah. really it's really two rooms. Right, right. She and she was you know turned the living room into her room. I got the bedroom, which was the sort of smaller deal, and it was close quarters. And uh, you know, it's you know, now hard and, to bring girls home. No, it was hard to bring girls. It was no, it was impossible to bring girls. You just, it just <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. happen. She just had to not be home. Yeah, it just yeah, didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing about New York. You can always find a corner somewhere. Yeah, the, <laughs> I mean, the good thing <laughs> was I was not cool enough to bring girls home anyway. So <laughs> oh. I never really had to. And that's not where the that story point. took a turn for the <laughs> sad. <laughs> Now Jordan's I a homeless man. Hollywood. He moved to Hollywood. He's a homeless, homeless man did some in math. Los Angeles. Did some math. <laughs> well, and, and but he still hangs on to the dream of being homeless uh, by yes. walking uh-huh. back and forth to Ralph. It will happen. Bag. It will happen. You're preparing yourself. Yeah. yeah. I just want to. You know your route. <laughs> I know. Just want to have the skill set. <laughs> you just said he hangs on to his dream of being homeless. <laughs> I had one homeless dude. I was walk. <laughs> I was walking right right on that that route that you're describing. Yeah. Where I walked to Ralph's and there's a that's hilarious a Burger King or a Wendy's around there and this one dude comes to me and goes hey man can i get a can i get a dollar they got they got they got hamburgers for one dollar hamburger man <laughs> it's like all right man i gave him a dollar and he just looks at me and goes one dollar <laughs> hamburger it's like all right what do you want what, what do you want me to do? One another. Wait, wait. All right, <laughs> I, I gave him another dollar. dollar. One dollar, man. <laughs> Hamburger is so confusing to me. Well, he thought it was working. <laughs> 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 I think I finally get this work thing. 
<laughs> you just repeat the same behavior in an efficient do? way, yeah. Yeah. and people keep giving you money. Oh, I think man. I can do this. Some hilarious characters. If this is work, I can do this. And then there are dudes you wonder, like, so which came first, the the mm. the voice or the homeless? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. Saying it's like, a character. You're They're off. working on their homeless character. <laughs> I need help. Yeah. Let me try that another way. So, I need help. Right. right. Yo, not man. too sad. Yeah. I, I need help. No, too cool. <laughs> too cool. No, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Everybody's still in their. SNL audition, walking down the street. <laughs> that's a, that's your image. You of probably them. shouldn't yeah, have crossed yeah. your eyes on that. Yeah, one. yeah, that's yeah. Fun. No, that's too goofy. Too, <laughs> too goofy. goofy. Too goofy. Yeah, you oversold it. it. You oversold, you oversold it. it. Yeah, oversold the crazy. So where did you? Uh, where did you guys go to cool, school? Oh, I went to. Uh, uh, I went to University of Detroit. Did uh, you study theater? I, I did. Yeah, and I went to uh, Penn State. To get my master's degree in theater, yeah. in theater, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. all worked up. Oh yeah, you're all loaded. <laughs> you're loaded. Up, you're, yeah. you're loaded, loaded with the uh, movement, Alexander Ex- technique. There you go, Alexander technique. Short play, mask uh-huh. work, <laughs> Ma- mask work, mime, <laughs> object work. You know, I, lo- I love how it's it's my, it's been my, it was mime Meisner. for hundreds of years. Yeah, and, and it was. I did study Meisner. Yeah. That's what I did. Hundreds of years. But 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 inter- inter- but improvisers call yeah. it object work. Sure. Yeah, object work. <laughs> object work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. God, nobody wants to be gay and do mime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Object work. Object work. Yeah. It sounds way less uh, ironic. Well, I, I think that 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 implies that it's not really where you stop. You, you yes, know, you, right. you, you can't say like, "Well, I do object work. That's what I do." That's what right. I, so they just want to make sure you understand it's a, on the way to something. On the way else. to something else. It's an right. exercise. Let's, let's, yeah, not, let's get the object work taken care it's of. It's not yeah. carrot top. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's a yeah. whole <laughs> art form itself. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you go? Uh, Sarah Lawrence, Sarah really? Lawrence College. Uh, right yeah. when they let guys in, or yeah. just <laughs> just about slightly before. No, yeah, you the, fooled them slightly <laughs> before. They started white a, chicks. They started uh-huh. in the seventies, but you know, it's still. It, you know, by the time I got there, it was still you know maybe forty percent guys. Yeah. Um, I knew a girl that went there. Yeah. Uh, gay women. Yeah. So it didn't work out for me in yeah. the end yeah. the way I thought it might. Well, no, I but think no, uh, I it, think you, you you know if you're if you situate yourself right, you're a right to passage for a gay woman. No, it was a good. I, you're, I, you're a confirmation. If you know, nothing else, you yeah. could be confirmation cock. And yeah, I don't like it. Not, not, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> and then there's also, thank you though. There's thank a good percentage it. of. I need uh, the clarification. Yeah, there's a good percentage of uh, uh, women, especially that go there. Uh, that you know, you can tell they they want to come out and they haven't had that opportunity to, or place to come out right. of the closet. And this is like, you know, you go there and there's a banner that says queer in a year or your money back. So it's like, you <laughs> no. know, I want to go to Sarah Lawrence. I want to study poetry. I swear to God, when, when I first went there as a pr- pr- prospective student. Like it's over the gate? It, 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 no, it's not like an official banner. Oh, it was okay. like a welcome prospective students. But it was still, it was promoting That's the school in that way. So all the... <laughs> The parents and the and we were going on this tour mm-hmm. and it was like advertising this you know uh, by the way <laughs> if you're gay it's okay you can you can come here and it'll it. be fine oh, yeah. oh, you're so home. Were, that was the selling point of the school as yeah. you're saying that's it, right it, yeah and so of course I was like oh, so so seventy percent women yeah. oh snap yeah. You know, yeah right 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 uh, what did you study over there I uh, I studied my my declared major was puppetry. No, it's not. It was. It was. <laughs> it actually was. You don't have. So here's the thing. You don't have to like have an actual, you know, regular thing. You have the sort of focus of. Oh, study. they did that. It's they Lawrence. did that. It's like a hippie school thing. It's a hippie school. You can major. You know, major in uh, in pens. In, <laughs> in ballpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you can take your or, classes in or, quill or dry quill. Yeah. yeah. Dry quill. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, it, uh, I ended up leaving after two years because we, uh, I, you know, found I, I'd been acting sort of as a 
a kid a little bit in and, New York. Uh, in New York, at this place called Tada! Uh, exclamation point! Yeah, it's yeah, kind of kids musical theater. That's just fantastic. Down the place. village on beneath below 14th Street. Uh, you know, I don't know where they are right now. They were at 28th Street for years. There was one that uh, uh, my first wife was involved with that like had gotten sad, like a children's theater. <laughs> that, oh, you know, like no, the, the guy no. who ran it was a drunk queen. Oh so, no! Yeah. So and so didn't show up. I'll wear the costume. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh my like, god! I'll be the princess. You find other kids in his trunk. You know, something. She didn't stay that long. <laughs> no, that was not the place. This yeah. Was, this this one, this one was a very this you know it was a, a a a wonderful place for me as a kid just you know go after school and you know they they taught us real professionals and they treated us like uh, adults there but you know that some of my experience and then after a couple of years at school we did an improv group sketch group uh, called Judith at Sarah Lawrence, and uh, that's when I left. That's when it all clicked into place. You're that's like, when it all clicked into place. Ah, this is what I'm good at. Yeah, and but was... let's talk about the decision to major in puppetry. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> let's talk about that moment. Okay, like, that you moment. know, what, what 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 led up to that moment? It was sort of like, you know, eh, fuck you, life. Yeah, I don't know. You know, kid of the, kid of the Muppets. Yeah, I'm an art. I'm an artsy guy. Yeah, I was always into the performing arts. Yeah, and so you know, I'm always the kind of guy who's like looking for the niche, looking for the unexploited thing. Right. Which ended up, you know, sketch and improv ended up being sort of like working with the most uh, elaborate puppet we have, which is you. ourselves. Yeah. Right. We're all puppets, man. We're all puppets. <laughs> <laughs> And the puppeteer, man. Yeah. The, That's the question. Who's the, who's puppeteer? the puppeteer? Who is it that's sticking their hand in our ass? That's yes. right. Making me say this. Cut right. the strings, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so, you know, the, it, I, I, I think it ultimately came from the theory that I love puppetry. I love art. And this was something that... Were you making it, puppets? In school, I was, yeah, mm. in, in school. Like and, what were some of those early puppets? Uh, well, I did a, a whole project with shadow puppetry, uh-huh. which was- That's I did, sort of classic, right? It was classic, oh, yeah. and it was a very classic, you know, very sort of Thai puppetry. Oh, it was, like things. that Wailing Kulit stuff, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, guess, I guess I didn't learn yeah, that much. Okay. <laughs> 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 You know more than me about that one. But I did some pu- shadow Boom. puppetry. I did you some- just got reference raped. <laughs> I get reference raped by him all the time. Are you kidding me? Up the worst. He just drops it. You just like him. someone hits you with something, you kind of half agree and realize your yeah. ass is bleeding. Yeah. Why, did, why, why didn't I just say, I don't know? Yeah. Oh, man. No, right. I'm an idiot. Right. It's okay to say, I don't know. Or when yeah. everyone's talking about a movie that you're supposed to you know, seen, so yeah, you just yeah. you just don't talk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nod. Yeah, you saw it, right? Oh no, I haven't seen. it. Oh, you yeah. let us talk about it. Yeah. And you, people should just know you're lying when you give. You know, the stock answer is what? always. I've seen parts of it. Parts I've not seen the whole thing. Yeah. I've not seen, seen the whole. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Seen parts or, of it. What does or, that even mean? Or did you yeah. see that movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't see it. You didn't or how about this it. one? I think I did a long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> when did that come out? You two, years two years ago. Oh, oh yeah, before yeah, the before. brain injury. Right. Like, come on, nobody. You don't forget movies. You right, right, Think right. you saw it a long well, time. Eventually, you, you get. You, you, know, you will. You, 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 you will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if you studied them or saw a lot when you were younger. It just happened to me the other day. I guess Hard Rain. Well, we did it like the Sam Fuller movie. Yeah, right. We can't. We can't. Neither of us can remember the name of it. It's something B or self. Is it? Like, uh, does it have a letter in it? I can't remember. I mean, I literally can't remember. The, only, the, the white dog is the only one I can remember the name of. But right. the other one is the one I saw. Right. So, or or did I see parts of it? Right. And yeah, <laughs> well, know. if you're a film geek, you know, you're going to, 
Like, if you're a geek, you know, I think part of being a, a geek is, is remembering everything. Mm-hmm. But if you see a lot of movies because you love yeah. movies, you're gonna, they're going to fall through. That makes Some sense. That makes through. sense. I'm, I'm a film geek myself. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a, actually, uh, play, we play, I play a game with uh, some really friends cool. where we, we this is the geekiest game of all time, yeah. but it's so fun. We have these uh, cards with celebrities on them. Right. With stars. And there's yeah. all these cards with scripts. On them, and the whole point is you actually bid on these stars with poker chips, right? And put together these hypothetical movies. Wow! And so he, yeah, he invented this. I game. Invented this game. He invented this game. It's so, great. So yeah, it's, so it's, it's like an imagination game. It's like, like it's, it's Dungeons some, and Dragons for it's, film. It's geeks. fantasy Hollywood. It's fantasy. It's fantasy Hollywood. Have you tried to? Is this catching on or? Uh, well, you know, so this, you just have pitches for scripts. Is that so what, that's basically it? Right. Yeah. You end up with pitches for scripts, and then you uh, with dice. Right, geek. you roll out to see how the actors performed in them, how many millions of dollars they bring in, and then wow. with that money you bid on new celebrities. See, you're doing things. And I'm <laughs> doing things. I'm, you know, <laughs> you're you're, uh, you're you're creating a, a a whole new outlet for for stoner geeks, for stoner, oh, yeah. geeks stoner nerds around the world. <laughs> I'm over to movie my house. nerds. It's no, there's a there is a. Uh, a that small sounds like something you could put on yeah, TV. But stoner cinephiles. That game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. I, would, I you should I, trademark I should the do, game. I should do a. You know, I should do one of these. I should do a podcast where we just play because it's it's so fun to listen to it'd be it'd be interesting if you could do it on on tv and you had actors there willing oh. to like you know when you guys figure out a scene you could actually have them do yeah the, and you could see the, the actors the improvise a scene from the movie oh that'd be amazing mark. mark yeah he might have to cut you in <laughs> he might have to do some of this <laughs> do it at ucp that's good no Try yeah that's a great out. idea that's a great idea just use improvisers acting as as, as the actors yeah the thing yeah. is you're you're all, everybody's faced with these constant, like, okay, so I, I'm making a uh, badass Western film starring, uh, you know... Andy Dick. And Nathan Lane. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck, what's going... Okay. How are we going to do this? Yeah. So, you know, then you go... <laughs> you know, you make, you know... You know, day on the stagecoach. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you do, you know, you do the whole trailer where okay, there's two you know traveling right. vaudeville guys, guys yeah, right. in the, yeah, in, right. in the wild west, the and wild they get west. caught up in a, a hardcore bank a, a robbery, ra- or a, yeah, or a, a train, train robbery, a train, train robbery, robbery, yeah. And it's somewhat uh, they go to the entertainment car, right? They're just right. for set pieces, right? Just for yeah. set, so yeah. some set comedy yep. pieces. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to entertain the robbers out of killing. And that's the thing. And then uh, nine times out of ten, you go, you know what? That's an awful movie. I could see that being produced. Oh, sure. absolutely. Oh, and, and, and even making money. Yeah. Oh, and making money. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all right. So okay, shadow puppets, and then what? So shadow puppets. I want. I want to really want to know mm-hmm. what like the. I want to hear the moment where you're like, now this puppet's gonna. This Take is, is going to make the difference. You know, I think the the problem is I I never got to that point where I was making stuff something that. It wasn't really a commercial thing. It was more of like an art thing. Yeah, it was more like it was more cool. I, you know, I my aspirations were to end up, I don't know, in like special effects someday. Right, right, right. Or, oh, I didn't know or, that. Or somehow doing, you know, s- uh, some sort of off Broadway. Being over in Henson's factory, like you know, being, working for being Henson. Being the modern day, yeah, Henson. I mean, I guess saying something like, "So this is the original Kermit." Yeah, Can I that's touch right. It? That's right. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> You know uh, the the whole you know Tim Burton and yeah. all oh, yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, growing yeah, up yeah, I was yeah, yeah. in love with. So you know I just I wanted to create uh, a, an artistic empire really right. sure. And so you know it all just got funneled through this thing, and now you know our, my you know my, I get to share my voice with uh, Keegan on this show. And uh, you know, I'm I'm also working on other. Well, no, it's it's great that you. It's, it's I like when people who I I I respect people who 
who know they're creative and they got no choice. Right. You know, like yeah, it, yeah, you know yeah. there's yeah. so many people that are like, they're creative. I'm like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do this. But there are people like you, both of you guys, you're like, well, there's no second thought about it. No I'm going to no, throw no my whole life plan. into this ridiculous idea. Right, I mean, right. Yeah, this, yeah. this could be the worst advice of all time, but yeah. I, I do agree that, you know, the fallback plan is a deceptive, oh, yeah, God, deceptive, if you... It's just limping in. You but can't limp into never, this thing. They, like, they, like I've been doing a bit on stage about it because uh, yeah, they're never. If you if you actually find success in creative fields, your your fallback plan is really just like a pillow. You know, it's, it's, it's never really fully thought through. No. It's just a, this idea. Right. And then, like you know, I, I've been talking about how you get to this age where you know you, there there just isn't anything there anymore. Like you have that moment where, right. like, where you're at the your your lowest low and you're like, fuck this, I could always. Wow. Wow. wow! Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Wait, who, who deleted that? Marine, <laughs> marine. A couple of things. Marine biology probably takes some study. <laughs> yeah. You did not do the requisite amount of work Nothing. to have a, right. a fallback plan. I can't even get a restaurant job. That's, oh, right. That was the last job right, I right, had. Right. 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 Like, right. Hey, here's a 49 year old grill guy. Right. I used to know how to do this. Where are the eggs at? That's you right. And if you know you can, if you know you can be unsuccessful at something and still be happy. That's what it is. That's the. I don't think people look at it that way. That's how I look right, at it. Right. I knew. I knew. I left school because I, I knew it was like if I'm a if I'm an improviser if I end up, you know, uh, working for pennies on the street, but I'm doing comedy and improvising yeah. and in that world, I'll be fine. It was never. Fine. It was never. You think so? Yeah. That's that was my. That was at, well, and also I think dollar for hamburgers. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I actually would be fine, Mark. Yeah, but I know that that was my strategy. Oh, that was you. That made you feel better. That made me feel better. Right. That was my. That was my fallback. Was right. happiness. Right. You know, how's that I'm going? going? It's going. It's working out. Yeah, it is working out. That's great. Yeah. I never, I, it never occurred to me. I mean, yeah, I, it never occurred to me it'd be, that I could do anything else. I was mm -hmm. gonna, I studied psychology because that's what my parents knew. Sure. But then I, I, when I got into the theater thing, here's the thing: people don't. You have to have. And false modesty doesn't get you fucking anywhere. Yeah. Like you have to have some confidence. You can call whatever you want to call it. Go ahead. If somebody doesn't like the concept and they want to call it arrogance, good on them. They can call whatever they want. But I call it confidence. If you don't have any confidence, the, the worst part is people make these decisions when they're sixteen. Yeah, because because they have unbridled passion about life. And yeah, you don't have passion about this. Oh, they haven't been hit either. They haven't been hit. No, no one mm -hmm. socked them in the side of the face yeah. yet, and so they don't understand. So they, they, you know you, that, that your parent, those parents out there who have that conversation with the kid, it has to be so scary and frustrating for the parent when they go, "No, I don't think you do need to do theater." Mm -hmm. But the kid just screams at the, they weeping at their parents going. I have to do it. Yeah. I don't think you have to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a such there, now. There are people who have to do it. It's just a small number of people. You, you I'm just sorry. You're not in that group. Mm -hmm. There's so many people who think they're in that group and they're not. It's yeah. just it's just like there's not as many geniuses in this world. It's just that you have to really dig something so much. But like lately, I've been you know? sort of like it, it. It gets a little heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, sometimes because I think a lot of times if pe if people grow up with with parents that are willing to you know support, support them, them. And, uh -huh. and, and you know well. Whatever you want to do, that's mm -hmm. whatever your dream is. Go chase it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if they're lucky, they got a parent that's like, well, maybe not that one because that's you know because parents are usually strict out of concern. Mm -hmm. They're 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 not exactly. You know, they're yeah. like you know, they're, there's a lot of heartbreak in that. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and like you you're, you're you sure you want to do that because yeah. you, you yeah. might. Because like when I sometimes when I, I think about people who are acting now or people who get into acting, it's such a childish dream in a way. You know, it it's, really like, is. It, it's like I want to be a princess. Yeah. You know, I want to be a knight. You yeah, know, yeah. I, it's and a very... people now, it's like they want to be famous. It's not they want to be active. They don't want to. 
They don't want the life of auditioning and getting turned down. I don't know what actors do, dude. When I see it, actors in, uh, that I haven't seen in a few years, I'm like, where the fuck yeah. have they been? Oh, yeah. We asked that all. I mean, like, you see someone who worked 10 years ago, or the worst, I always feel like when you've been, when you were on a show, you yeah. were on a show, you had a, a, you know, a nine to five or a, a two to six, whatever you want to yeah. call it. You had a, sh- you had a job, and it, it, God forbid the show goes for seven years. And so you get a little bit of syndication money, and then, and then I don't see you for 10 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you? What have the you money? Been, did some, they some, stop? Some did, did you make save bank? money? I, I think some people do make bank. I mean, when you do this after a while, even in comedy, you're like, when any anyone gives you yeah. a chunk of money, you're like, well, that's going in the mattress. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm not. I can't touch that. Buying anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when that's going to go away or come back. <laughs> but that, you know what the scariest thing to me is that in comedy, there's that th- this point where you know s- so many uh, you know. Huge, I mean, the best comedians of all time, uh, or at least of, of for me growing up, hit a sort of plateau. Yeah, they're only well, a window of a few years of relevance. Yeah, that's right. it. That's it. Yeah, and for most. And what's why 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 is it so hard to evolve? That's what I'm afraid of because I know that everyone must be looking out for this. I fear that there's going to be a point where my comedy is going to stop evolving. Well, and sadly now. Most of the you know, it's it's there's a, there's a couple ways to look at it. I mean, you look at somebody like Dane, you know, who created an army of fifteen yeah. to twenty year olds, right? right? Yeah, so yeah. now, ten years later, they're thirty. <sighs> they're starting families. They have jobs, right? So, where are you going to get them to come back? Right? No, no. Yeah. You know, so, really, it seems in my assessment of it, there's about if you become a huge comic, mm-hmm. there's a, you know maybe a five year window so, yeah. where you got to make fucking bank. You, yeah, and then yeah. You're done. You're, well, yeah, or else you. Even Evolve, but you have to have the the traction to evolve, you know, and you have to have the balls to evolve. You, that's what right? it is. You have to have the balls to evolve. Like right. someone like you know somebody who completely a friend of mine that completely recreated himself is Emo Phillips. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Emo, I mean, think about what Emo that esoteric stuff he was doing in right. the eighties, and you're like, and, and and it was ballsy to have that style because who's who's going to come to that? He found an audience, and now you know he's in it. He's fifty. He's in his fifties. He's a he's he's a parent. He just he just realized I have to do it have if to I want to stay on the road. You got to do something. If you want to stay on the road, you can't wear the Michael Jackson outfits. Well, what's he been the, doing for the last fifteen years? He does. He works. He's on the road. But I mean, I don't see him anymore. I mean, I I, I don't. That's get a this. hard life. It's a tough life. I mean, it's like you're doing the road, and you're doing that new. You know, it goes. It's, the, it's something that we said at the beginning that really gets to me is there are times, and I don't know if you feel this way. There are times we're on stage where. There are these moments where you want to be a pioneer and you want to change something. And then sometimes we'll be on stage together mm-hmm. and you'll just tell a joke that's just simple. It's a Richard Pryor joke wrapped in a little new thing and they people are still losing their minds. Yeah, it's a point of reference. It's yeah. a nice old school. A, a nice old school white people do this, black people do oh, that yeah. joke. Oh yeah, and, that's... You, and they they don't go away. So the thing is you can you, you know how it's also how do you find your relevance in that five-year window? Mm-hmm. Like how you want to make hay in an important way. Well, how thought about is that with you guys? Well, you know, and I'm talking to you guys. I'm not talking about black people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. half breeds. Yeah. Yeah. You, you people. We, you know, it's our inter- interesting thing is we, you know, 
we're we're not stand ups. We're not we don't have that stand up right. pedigree. Right, right. We we're, we're improvisers, improvisers. We're actors. You were both on Mad TV, we're, and you met there. That's we're where sketch we, comedians. We met before that, but 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 uh, we met we met a year before that. But when we that's how we became uh, affiliated with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, how did that work out? Because generally those those shows have one working black person. Per and our cast. show, mm-hmm. and at one point in time, our show had four working black people uh, at four, the same yeah. time. Yeah, on the on the show, uh-huh. did they get an award or something? Yeah, we got, <laughs> we got I an think honorary. Our, I, I think our executive producer was bucking for an award. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think that yeah, we our our experience on stage as as comedians is a, is a completely different experience. Also, we have each other, but for us, it's 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 experiencing. Uh, the vibe of the audience and what people are doing in the audience. Uh, so much of our humor comes from the moment. The moment. Well, I think like when I watch you guys, the thing is with, with the team situation, like a comedy team, which doesn't exist that much anymore. It doesn't anymore. Yeah, but you much. guys have, the, you have what they should have. Uh, which is you know you got the you know the over the top fucking like ball of energy and then you got the laid back dude yeah so you're able to play the types and I see like even you guys are stand ups because I see when you do it you both know your roles but you genuinely you, the the thing that makes you unique and I think the in the moment thing is I think you genuinely get a kick out of each other oh yeah like there's definitely moments where you know you make each other laugh mm-hmm. in a real way that's not part of the act like I'm gonna laugh at him now. Right. Okay, this is fine. Yeah. yeah the, no, I think with us, it's not. It, it, sometimes there's a discovery there. There's mm-hmm. a discovery. Like there'll be times when it's like, where, where, no, where, where? It, part of what we do is in the middle of the act. One of us always knows it's it's carte blanche. You can always look at the other and go, what are you, what are you doing right now? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> what is going <laughs> on with you right now? <laughs> Which is a luxury that you know that as we you have know, as in you know, character. You mean that's an unspoken thing? Um, like or, no, I mean we oh, just no. we're just very we're very. Candid. Organic. We're allowed yeah. to be or as organic as we want to be, and and it's, you know, like when we do shows, understand that's the package you're buying. Right. Is that you, you know that's that's the way the show works. Now we might in the very near in the near future we might really write a show and do it on sure. stage. We might. We I don't know when we're gonna do that or how you know. But uh, you want? I'll tell you exactly when. It's when you've done all the seasons you can do of the show you're doing now. Yeah. A year goes by. And you both go, we should put something together. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I think we can still sell some tickets. We can make, make some money on this. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's fun. I, 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 I really... I'm really enjoying this part of my life right now. Yeah. Well, the the format is good. I mean, it, it seems like um, like well, I don't think it was uh, you know Chappelle's originally, but I think the right. idea where you know you, you're presenters of your own mm-hmm. bits. your own material, yeah, yeah. and uh, and it, the characters are you're both so fucking good at characters, and you both seem to like there seems to be if I, if I'm in a lot of the bits, especially the 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 two guys who were looking for a job. Uh, two guys who were looking for. Well, jobs. no, the ones that are always sort of auditioning to try to make things funnier. Oh, oh, Van Davion yeah, and yeah, Mike. Yeah. Van <laughs> Davion and Mike. Like a yeah. lot of that is improvised, right? Oh, that's oh, all. It's all improvised. Yeah, it's yeah. all improvised. And that, the reason that works is you guys have such a uh, a commitment to character, and you're, oh, yeah. you find a, a lot of room to work within those characters. Yeah. In, a, in like that's great improvisation to where. You know, you're kind of like in it, but the characters are tight enough yeah. that yeah. whatever happens is going to be is going to work. We know we know the game of the character dynamics yeah. so well that we're just like, just tell us the episode. We can do Van Davian and Mike. Do you d- discuss that though? Do you guys strategize around characters? Oh, there's a lot of strategy. Yeah, but, you know that you, you sort of pinpointed a, a very specific case because uh, because that one is actually it's an it's an online sort of supplement to our show, Van Davian and Mike. So it has a slightly different feel to our show. You'll notice you that, have more freedom. Right. Right. And 
and and on our show we you know we write a little bit we write hard well, obviously we write yeah, hard no, no yeah. definitely you don't end then, up, you don't end up in a spaceship if you're not that's writing right. <laughs> that's right <laughs> you don't end up <laughs> floating <laughs> through a green screen, green space, yeah. The, but the you know the Van Davian and Mike thing that was an opportunity to be all right let's now let's showcase but you can feel that though yeah you that, can feel it yeah. just showcase yeah. that we can just get in characters and live and I think you know for a lot of people it's even more uh, magnetic. Oh, you no, know? it's amazing because you can feel that energy. You can feel things that have never happened yeah. and will never happen again, probably. Right, right. But, but, but it's also delicious that it's happening in a context. Right. So that's the thing. Characters always provide a context. Right. And then you go, oh, oh, I now, for the, for the audience member, it's scintillating to say, oh, I know what that guy's about to do. I don't mm -hmm. know what he's going to say. But I know what he's going to do right. in this context that right. they've, they've invented. And those Van David and Mike, these characters, if you don't know Van David and Mike, they're these guys that uh, that we play who are trying to be writers on Key, Key and Peele. Right. And they sort of break down Key and Peele bits and uh, give better examples. They're better examples that usually have to do with penises. and Yeah, yeah everything like is scatological. And so to, the, the strategy that we got the, just getting into those characters was based on two observations. One, Keegan just uh, loving this YouTube video of a black dude who was obsessed with Game of Thrones. Right. You know, who did like a weekly thing where he was, you know, just, man. Yeah, he did a vlog every week. Well, but you remember the best, oh, uh, uh, the best on this the first point, unless it's part of the second point. The best part is that that guy goes, the guy talks like this. He's like, okay, this week, man, uh, Tyrion Lannister was doing the thing and the thing and the other thing happened. Like, you hear the way yeah, I'm yeah, speaking? Yeah. And then the, the best video is that video where his friend, where they re reveal that, you know, Ned Stark has died. And he's and, and all of a sudden he's way more ghetto than yeah. he is in the other vlogs. Mm -hmm. Man, they killed they killed my nigga Ned, man. <laughs> why these motherfuckers kill my nigga Ned? And like, why and are you talking distraught. like that? He's you, beside he himself. Beside himself, but beside distraught, but but blacker. Like yeah. right. he's crestfallen and black. When did you get crestfallen and blacker? Right, right. It wasn't that way in any of the other vlogs. And it, it's just a natural thing that happened. I don't know what happened to him. And yeah, it was just a natural thing. And then the other the other other observation was just this, you know that. The what we call the begrudging black guy laugh. Yeah, with a dude yeah. that does not want to sort of show weakness yeah. by laughing. Right. So you have to do something real stupid. And they'll be, like, Man, you being stupid. stupid right now. <laughs> you being stupid right <laughs> now. We wanted on, to, man. we wanted to encapsulate that, I mean, and that's funny. Mike. Well, the funny thing about the thing that resonated with me when I watched a few of them was that you know the that your your what's your character's name Van Van Davion. His constant need for approval from the guy that doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the best thing where you keep deferring to this dude right, who right. doesn't even want to talk. No, it's like it's no. like he's the captain of the boat right. and I'm the maidenhead. Right. I'm the I'm the woman on the front of the right, boat. Right, right. <laughs> it's the first thing you see. Do you but, was that a conception or that just unfold like that? I think it unfolded. Uh, no, yeah, was it yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm pretty a little it, bit. It seems we like a detail. That, it was. You know. it, it it came from the fact that this character, the the begrudging laugh thing. That this guy, you, you don't want to show that yeah. weakness. Yeah. And so that character then went on to yeah, not want to look like he's trying to be famous or try not. He actually wants to be on camera. He actually wants. To, he don't want to look like, like he's trying too hard. And so the best. That, that, yeah, uh, the best thing he does is when Van Damme goes uh, when he has an idea. Oh, and Vendor no, goes, no, go, no. Uh, he goes, so, put, you know, we tell him, go, what? No, go ahead and say uh, it. Don't put some dicks in the mouth. Put some dicks in the mouth. No, go ahead. Tell him, man. Tell nah, the camera. Nah, man, you do it. <laughs> you. you. It's your idea. Hey, nah, say man. It to the don't be stupid. You. It's Why you. you won't? Just say it to the camera, man. Come on, man. do it. Do it. <laughs> 
Okay, we are saying that what you could do is like if you would put like a whole bunch of dicks in his mouth at the same time, that would be yeah, that would stupid. be funny. But it's Mike's idea though. But it's Mike's idea though. Yeah. It is Mike's idea yeah. though. I can't, yeah. That was my idea though. That was. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to make sure he gets the credit. He just doesn't want to say anything. It's so funny. Then get out of the fucking frame. Yeah. If you don't want to be on the show, get out of the frame. No, no, I'm good back here. I'm good back here. So the best compliment we can get about our show is. Y'all niggas crazy. Yeah, it's like the best for, for thing. Black people, man, or, or like Ricky. Look at Ricky Lindholm and Kate Micucci to Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah, this, she, Ricky and I are friends. Like she said, the most glorious comment they've ever gotten is, "These bitches is retarded." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These bitches is retarded is the best compliment yeah. you could possibly get from black people. And what do you get? Well, see, that's a, a, a an interesting thing. Like, cause I, I, you know, there's like weird kind of like angry progressives mm-hmm. that get mad at me. Yeah, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. talking about uh, race sure. with black people sure it's bizarre to me why do they get mad at you well no because progressive intellectuals Uh uh, have decided that you know we're living (laughs) in a uh, post-racial world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that means do not talk about right it's like that doesn't (laughs) sound very post yeah that doesn't it's crazy crazy yeah Yeah, you've just made it unpost yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's by just, telling people not to talk getting, about it. They're getting mad at me because I'm insensitive. It, they're accusing me of racism and insensitivity because when I have Mindy Kaling on, I want to know what kind of food her mother made because she's Indian. No, to me, I mean, <laughs> oh my God. To me, post-racial means we can talk about it. Right. We should. That's what it means. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 to me, it actually, it, it means we can talk about it. Or, uh, or not talk about it in a more nonchalant way, like in a, I'll say, in a Canadian way. Right. Like we were in Montreal for just for laughs. It's funny, you know, it, you know that that dynamic is so interesting because it, you literally the, uh, people identify themselves as dark skinned Canadians. Right. I'm just a Canadian who has a lot of melanin. Right. right. That's what I, I'm a Canadian. Yeah. I'm a Canadian. Right. And, and and but you know that's the fabric of our country is I'm Irish American. I'm Polish American. I'm Ghanaian American. But I'm I don't Ghanaian think American. I I have no problem with that. I, I mean, like yeah. you know, the, the last thing I us. want is to deny people cultural identity, identity. Right, to right, make some right. homogenized fucking mess uh, right, right, of, right. of people with no history. history at all. Right? Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, that's what makes it work. I mean, to and me, then of course it's not it's not a post racial world. That's it. Just the they're wrong. Line. Those just, progressives are wrong. They're right. right. They trust us. Wake up and realize right. it's Mexican. It's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not post Mexican. It's straight up Mexican. Yeah. But well, that, well, I think that's one of the things that the way you guys have approached race in what you're doing is a new, it is an evolution of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I think for us, race often is, uh, race is our is our trampoline into a bigger life theme. But I think you yeah. guys never, you don't yeah. play on the old uh, stereotypes unless you're inverting them completely. Like, you don't even acknowledge them. Like, you take it for granted that that shit is behind us. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. you know, even when you're doing a slave riff, right. you're, you're dealing with, you know, uh, narcissism, really. Right. Exactly. And, right. and, right. and insecurity. Right. You're, in, right. you're, you're sort of taking it another way where like you know not only it's it's almost uh it's like stockholm syndrome it's like there's an acknowledgement that yeah okay we're we're up for sale but why why are we second you know like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. well you know it's like sketch the best sketch shows you know that have ever happened when they happen in the moment they happen it's like they're breaking the rules right Right. and Mm -hmm. they're and so many of these rules some of the rules have been broken you know living color yeah shattered you know what was black people could do on television well Uh, also just those stereotypes that you know like in 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 what uh, you guys are doing you're really dealing with you know smaller social circles and and things that you know are not don't need to be identified you know mm-hmm. like even in the fraternity sketch yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. you know the choice of hair 
was was relative to where we are culturally. It had nothing to do with race. Right. Yeah. It's just these two guys happen to be in this situation, and what, it's it's like it's my phrase. They happen to have melanin in their skin. Yeah. And this guy's an idiot. Yeah. White idiot, black idiot. He's an idiot. And it, quit fucking. Br- don't brand a dick on my chest. Yeah. But that was <laughs> an inspired piece of writing. Who yeah, you guys come you. up with that? Yeah. That, that was, was that yeah. was a, that, that was me uh, uh, spoken a joint and at, drawing. Were you at, drawing? At were you, ten, did, yeah. you have to work that out? I was on like, paper? I had to figure out what Greek alphabet Could letters be. would make a dick. I mean, he has uh. he has the ideas, and then what he'll often do is he'll you know sometimes he'll come to me and say, "Now, what would be the letters? I'm like, what would be a pie and two? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I got something. Yeah, yeah. So you could just you know load it up with the information I need to make it happen. You're the trivia computer. Tell me what the letters are that I need to make a dick out of Greek Greek alphabet. Yeah, is this is this a letter? Is this shaft? That is that is the shaft. Okay, good, good, good. We'll make the two parts of the pie. They're called curai. The curai of the pie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, but you also have like you obviously have a respect for the tradition of what is stereotypical black comedy. Yes. It's like you were mm-hmm. saying before. There is there is still a black people white people thing. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's not going away. Well, growing I mean, it's yeah. not growing up. Yeah. I, I felt I I always felt sort of pigeonholed as because uh, you know I grew up in the era where any black dude on television. Was just you know the cool dude who yeah. wins in the air yeah, and yeah, winks yeah. and maybe snaps and magical dust comes off his fingers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. And it, Martin Lawrence was the first dude who inspired me as far as uh, just the notion that you could have a, a comedically hilarious black character who is an unlikable guy and whose faults are out there for the world to see and who loses in every show. And that's what he had in his show. He he sort of. Uh, you know, uh, uh, he, he he was a, a Daffy Duck persona, which I had never seen. Right. So that, you know, just vi- specific thing uh, uh, ins- definitely inspired me to like, you know, look, let's 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 get in there and change. You know, most people are going to write a slavery scene at the end of it. The slaves are going to, you know, win somehow. Yeah, backhand re- a white bitch. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is revi- bitch. Yeah. yeah, which is revisionist history. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah. You know, and is you know, that's. I, I felt like that was all the the only possibility for a while. Small box, small box, very small box. Yeah, and I feel like uh, you know, b- black people, African Americans, we're we're a wide variety of types of people. You know, we we we're good people, we're bad people, we're interesting people, we're boring people. Yeah, when I interviewed Donald Glover, I was like so taken by the fact there could be a, a black nerd whose dad liked craft work. Yeah, you right, know, right, band, right. I was like, does this happen? Yeah. Right, right, of exactly. Of course it happens. Of course it happens. We're but not that, a monolith. Right, well, the, right but not, that's yeah. my insensitivity. I don't think insensitivity is racism. And that, that the only way that you know, white people's brains can be expanded beyond stereotypes that we've been fed our entire lives. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Is when there's a conversation or there's guys like you who are broadening the experience yeah yeah the like, experience. Or, of what you're depicting of what we're depicting yeah yeah, yeah. i and mean that the the dungeon and dragons thing is great uh, yeah, because that's... because like you know the, the whole black nerd thing it's that that was all new to me but of course it exists i just don't know them i don't i have two mm-hmm. friends right right right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm 49 years old and i'm not going out a lot yeah. so yeah. if you're yeah. not going to do that sketch i'm you just gonna assume that uh, you know it's all jj you know right right and and and, and 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 i mean that sketch i mean dungeon and dragons that's what we 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 aspire to. I mean, that Dungeons and Dragons sketch, the uh, the two guys in the movie theater who end up being like, that's kind of like, great. Yeah, because yeah, so, like, that takes the 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 fucking you know hacky yeah, kind of black one, people yeah, talking yeah, in the movies. movies. Yeah, but the the best part of that scene is uh, is when you guys look away. 
when at he the, has, the white guy comments. When, when, yeah, no, no, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. when the guy tells him to be quiet and you guys act like you weren't. The oh guy. my god, right. yeah, yeah. We, we tell on very, him. We, we tell on him. him. We tell on him. Right, yeah. and you weren't the guys that did it. And You're then right. we do the white thing where we just <laughs> yeah. look up. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, though. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Thank you for stopping uh, and for interrupting yeah. the film. Yeah, that was very. Yeah, you know the the secret to you know what we do are the things that are successful have some relation to all right let's stay that one step ahead of the audience uh, yeah that's our big what's thing expected is. and so with something like that sketch where you can set them on the direction of we talk about this a lot we're thinking oh okay i've seen this one i know where this is gonna go and then if you flip it on them then you have them forever yeah you know yeah. i didn't quite well it went to like the two places it went were that they were commenting as as intellectual film you know, yeah, 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 guys. Yeah, yeah. But then the next beat was you know all the way to the reverse to, to, of, to make yeah of, of, of acting in that in that yeah. quote unquote white way. Yeah, 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 like yeah. So they're, they're, they're disturbing our viewing of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And but but also like the like I watch a bunch of stuff and uh, like I was laughing out loud at the helicopter thing because I just go, <laughs> goofy shit is just <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah it's, yeah it's still the best. I mean, and this you, season has more goofy. There's more though, goofy though, this year. Oh, yeah. really? oh, there's more goofy. That this character season. will appear again. Oh my god, that was great. That. With the helicopter thing? Well, yes. the, the guy from the helicopter yeah, thing. Yeah. He has survived. We've changed he survived the crest. We, oh. we changed the context, but... Uh, <laughs> Which, we, I, I don't think we're going to be... We had we had him attacked by a German ship. <laughs> I went to the police academy to go uh, interview some guys in the canine unit. Mm. So I'm wearing the big... Yeah. He's like was... one of the fucking trainers, and I'm wearing the big 30-pound yeah. dog suit. Yeah. That's all. Oh, it's that's all, it? That's, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. We put see. him through the ringer this year. We've, the we've, first day of work, I got attacked by, I got attacked by a attack police dog. And I got blown away by a high-powered uh, hose. <laughs> and I don't want to tell you anything about that sketch. I think, I think Mark, given your stripes, I think you'll dig the one out there. The other one, yeah. The, <laughs> oh, yeah all right. Yeah, yeah. So, where are you? When's the new season start? Twenty sixth of September. Twenty sixth. And now we and we changed we changed days too. And we're very happy that the network did this. We're, we're very interested to see because now we're coming on after South Park. Yeah. And um, which we, we yeah, think we, were, we had uh, we had Tosh as a, a as lead an in opener last who, year. With, you know, really great numbers wise. But uh, we, we think. Did we, you hold it? Uh, we we did pretty, we held pretty, pretty well. They said like eighty two percent. We would hold. Like that, yeah, yeah. Like we we held pretty well. Yeah, and, but uh, I think South Park is actually a little more uh, thoughtful. I, yes, that's the, it's, it's more it seems more our show. It seems more a show that would be a lead in into our right. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. intellectually. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, it's, it's a narrative and we're right. ske- and we're sketch, but we think it's going to work. But it's, it's like real. It's smart satire, right? Yeah, as right. opposed to like, look at that guy just hurt himself. Right, that's right, right, right. It's one of yeah. It's one of the best shows ever, isn't it? It's amazing that it keeps. Go. I haven't watched it in a long time, but they've done some really brilliant things. They really have. They really, really have. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, okay, so that starts then. And where are you guys in the production schedule? You done? We're in. Po- we're we're like we're starting to lock episodes. This week we did we're, all we, the live stuff. stuff yeah. So we're. we're re- this is like our. This is the first. Like this weekend is going to be the big. You know, yeah. and then we just then we get to kind of sit in our asses for a while and go uh, sound mixing and locking the. Do, episodes. do you uh, yeah. do you do you were there for all the editing? Everything. Yeah, we're the you know we EPs. It's the best. Yeah. And this is the third season? Second season. Second, Second season. Second season, yeah. It's yeah. a big deal. So, yeah. It is a big deal, yeah. Third season, maybe we won't show up for the editor. There we go. <laughs> Which <laughs> one? The, third season. Third oh, yeah. season. Three. Let the director. Now, what about it. writing? How many guys you got? Just you two still, or is what? It, is it five, five staff writers? Five staff writers. Ourselves. And, and two other EPs. And two other EPs. And they, two, two you, they were there at the beginning, too? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, we, we had, wrote. We had four staff oh, writers true. last year, mm-hmm. five this year. How'd you pick them? Uh, the, guys... pilot, the, pilot. the pilot was you and I wrote the pilot yeah, together. It was, uh, it was us. Completely. But then they, they gave us with, notes on this. With, you know, with the help from the EPs. Yeah, right? the EPs, we hired them. We were the staff. 
and then they would write, and then they and then they would just kind of do, give notes on our writing. Yeah. And who you got writing? You got sketch guys or comics or they're mostly sketch. It's mostly we don't, sketch improv. We don't, we don't have any comics. Uh, we, do we? we do not have any stand ups. No. no, no stand ups on the no. staff. It's all sketch guys. Yeah. Yeah, um, you we, wanted you, you know, wanted team players, huh? Yeah, no, that's just it. You know, it's two di- completely different mentalities. Is that that stand up gladiator shit? Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, easy just the the, yeah. com- the communes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, you got. Hey, I mean, and we understand it. I mean, if you're a stand up, we mm-hmm. understand you got to take care of yourself. You've got to take care of yourself. Well, I think yeah. a lot of stand ups become yeah. you know writers. You yeah, know, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as the, the stand up dream is sufficiently it's died, right, right. But I would say you know where are you know I think a lot of sketch staff UCB UCB guys yeah and there's you know a lot of sketch on TV I think they use competition as the fuel yeah and we we use collaboration Collaboration I think pretty successfully everybody respects everyone everyone gets a set you know majority often well well, this is what I find in general is that the evolution of uh, comedy show business from stand-ups to sketch it's it's a much more uh, pleasant and community kind oriented of oriented experience. Yeah, yeah you know, you're not you know generally dealing with you know uh, you know five socially retarded angry Jews in a room. That's right. That's right. Uh, with weird behavior well, like problems. A, yeah. Every yeah. every stand up, your worth is uh, very connected to how the person before you and how the person after you did. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's, like, it's yeah, just tell you, me about it. Last <laughs> night. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, it almost lends itself to personality disorder. Right. Where yeah. you know yeah, 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 improv. Yeah. You know, it's it's much fluffier because of course if you do well, usually your part is done well. Yeah. 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 Everybody and, gets and credit. And at least you're up there. You know, you got a friend up there. Exactly. You know, right. Friend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much, much, not, not a lot of flop sweats. Yeah, yeah. definitely all boats rise. Yeah. All boats rise. With, yeah. Well, thanks for talking, guys. Buddy. Oh, and thanks, Mark. Good luck with the new season. Oh, thank, thank you, man. You, man. Our pleasure. Well, that's our show. Uh, great guys, funny guys. That was a great uh, conversation. Watch your show. It truly is an inspired sketch show. Uh, Key and Peel is on Comedy Central. So what do we got to do now? Go to WTFPod.com. Do what you got to do. Get some JustCoffee.coop. Do, uh, get on the mailing list. Kick in a few shekels. Uh, go to the merch. Check out the new posters. Get a t-shirt. Uh, check the episode guide when you're thinking, like, I wonder if so-and-so's been on. Let's just do a search. Oh, he has. I'm going to try to listen to that. Oh, I can't. Only the most recent 50 are available. Oh, maybe I should get the app and upgrade to premium so I can listen to every episode. I can stream them all into my head. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should get, go, go to your calendar and mark uh, September 29th if you're in the Detroit area so you can see me at, uh, at the, the Magic Bag Theater. Oh. All right, that's it. I've had it.